Kia ora and welcome to this new episode of Ngahere Talks. This one's for the business owners. Today I sit down with Ray and Laura from Run Design Agency and Ants from Fairground Accounting, who have both been in business for 10 years now. We talk a lot about mindset and hauora at this stage of business. And we get deep on what it's like to hire staff at a senior level and managing your finances at this level of your business. We also take a look at a couple of strategies that you can use to finance your plans for the future growth of your business. You're going to love this one. Enjoy. Kia ora tato, welcome to this beautiful kōrero we're about to have today about money and your mindset and how to manage putia in your business as you start to grow. Uh, we've got a beautiful panel here with us today of um, business owners and entrepreneurs who have been in the game for 10 years or more um, that can bring their lived experience, the good and the bad and the ugly, um, to help us as we kind of navigate this whole world of, of business and money and the mindset that comes with it. So just want to say a big kia ora to our guests today. We have Laura and Ray from Run and we also have Ants, our accountant, who's our accountant at Ngahere but also runs his own accounting business and has done so for 10 years, Ants from Fairground. So kia ora koutou. Kia ora. Kia ora. Love to have you all here. Um, thanks for coming. We'll get. Uh, we'll just kind of go around the table first of all and let you introduce yourselves. I'll start with um, beauty first. Um, <laughs> Laura, kia ora, hoa. Kia ora. Um, yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, Call Laura Sivlich, tokungua no ingarangi no airani no tarara o kutupuna, um, born and bred in Tamakimikoro, and yeah, I'm from South Auckland. So yeah, nice to be here. Thanks. Kia ora. And what? Tell us a little bit about your business and your role in it. Yeah. Well, my commercial whakapapa is graphic design. So started our business um, now called Run as Designstein in 2008 and just kind of gradually grew it from there. We're a design and advertising agency. So yeah, I'll let Raymond talk a bit more to that, but we're husband and wife. So business, partners in business and life. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> All right, over to you then, Neho. Kia ora, uh, mauri ora for having us. Um, manoa, uh, ko waio, uh, he really tēnei uh, pototau te whero whero, uh, rongo maiwahine Porourangi, Ukutupuna, Nungati Mahuta, Ngati Pukeko, Ngati Rongo Maiwahine, Ngati Porou Ahau. Ko Laura Siblich, Toku Hoa Rangatira, Toku Hoa Kaipakihi Hoki, Lion Rawako Moss Mawatama, Ko Raymond Ōtini Mikai Tōku Ingoa. Kia ora everybody, my name is Raymond Ōtini Mikai, I am the other half of the duo that is Laura and Raymond from RUN. I jumped on board that waka. Um, yeah, f- uh, eight years ago. Um, yeah. So yeah, just joined in there, and uh, and I'm still here. She'll still have me. So <laughs> <kia ora laughs> what role do you play in in your pakehi? Yeah, um, I'm a bit of a mixed bag. Um, coming from the creative advertising world, I'm a creative, um, I guess, by trade, an art director. Um, but I am one of the directors in Run, and I I guess I creative direct most of the mahi that's coming out of our our pakehi and. Um, I try and get in on the design stuff, but I don't, you know, no one really listens to me, so. <laughs> Crack up. Yeah. All right, well, I might hear a little bit more about why no one listens to you as, <laughs> <laughs> as the kōrero progresses. Um, over to you, Ants. Yeah, kia ora. Um, ko wairiwa uh, te kainga, ko Ants Rohan tōko ingoa. Yeah, I'm from uh, Fairground Accounting down in Ōtatahi Christchurch, and... We've been, yeah, we've been slowly working away for the last 10 years. We've got a sort of focus on supporting not-for-profits, social enterprises, basically any 
any organisation or person who's got like a real strong impact to the sort of mahi they're doing. Mm. And that's probably why we love supporting you guys. Yes. Our answers have had a huge role um, in the not just the maintenance but the growth of our business as well and it's been a really amazing soundboard support and friend um, through this whole journey. So we've been in business for four years, uh, coming up to five years at Ngahere Communities uh, with two years pr- uh, previous to that with a little creative agency that we had going. So yeah, awesome to have this all with you all today. Um, I think we'll kind of get the ball rolling and talk about like probably from your perspective the difference the difference between having a business that's based on values versus a business that just focuses on profits. Um, what does that mean to you and how does that look in, in your business? I'll open it up for anyone to jump in there. All right, I'll jump in with that kōrero, cuz. Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, we can't change the who we are um, just because we walk into a business. Mm. You know, I am who I am, um, you know, from home to, to wherever we're working. And so um, I guess... Uh, to, to give a bit more context around that is when I was working in the bigger agency world, I probably put on a bit of a suit, a bit of a facade, um, you know, in terms of who I was. Uh, but now that's completely changed and <laughs> and you get what you're given, yeah. basically, um, you know, from that idea of the whole me, you know, because mm. you, you do in that world of advertising and design, is a, it's a different world. Um, and sometimes you, you're not really sort of... Um, bringing your whole self because it's not a not that a safe space you know we're trying to change that but um yeah how was like run how was run unique in the advertising world yeah well um we've got a bit of a script that we kind of always roll out and, and I guess that script um talks to the fact that we are commercial creatives we've mm. come from the big agency world but then we fuse that with our Maori and so I guess that 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 unique makeup is is based around the idea that we are following tikanga, mm. but we're also following the tikanga of the commercial world too mm. because we understand what creativity can do to a business's ROIs and KPIs and all these you know, special acronyms. Um, and, you know, we are doing it so that we can afi that space too and kaitiaki that space because we understand there's a lot of businesses who will want to use our Māori or Indigenous or Pacifica and um, it's not always safe when mm. it goes out. And yeah. so we just try and kaitiaki alongside all of our other brothers and sisters in this space to do that. Um, yeah, that's kind of, I guess, the unique makeup of Run. Yeah, beautiful. What are some of the like actual ways that that, that I don't know, drops into your business on a day-to-day, the ways that you bring the values into who you are and how you operate? Yeah, um, we've got a strong set of values and do kind of live to that and based in Te Māori. Um, and we've got a full-time po Aharao Māori, um, so she's our cultural director, and she kind of guides all that, all the mahi, um, to make sure it's all tika and pono, so all, all good basically mm. in terms of that. Um, and that's yeah, that's one of our strengths. So that's quite unique to us, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 not just having um, a tick box or a, um, let's engage with the consultant now because we're at this part of that process. Mm. It's right the through. Tick box. Yeah. It's all the way through all of our mahi, how we live through that day. Um, and uh, she's my first cousin as well. So, she, <laughs> yeah, she lives, you know, she understands how I operate too, yeah. um, which is awesome, um, you know, bringing whānau in. But, um, yeah, sorry, Laura. Yeah. And I guess bringing, them, bringing all your team in on those values. Mm. So we, we revisit them regularly, probably once a year. Um, just to, you know, with new team members on board and to keep it 
all in check like are we living up to this is this where we what we want to be and and yeah yeah and I guess for those that aren't familiar with the sector that is quite unique right the tick box that you talked about I think for any Māori working in any kind of corporate space you you understand what that's like where Māori kind of just get brought in to satisfy a requirement from the funder or the client um, that can be just an add-on that feels tokenistic um, and not genuine and can often be quite disrespectful and harmful. Um, and so what you're talking about is that you've embedded that and resourced that and intentionally made sure that that's a strength that RUN offers that is quite unique, hard to find in any other... Do any other agencies offer that? Not really. I think um, they're, they're starting to see what we're trying to do. Mm. And I think with, you know, alongside our clients and some of our partners' clients, you know, we're trying to embed tikanga not just in the process of a brief. Yeah. We're trying to help um, them imbue tikanga through their whole businesses. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, these are these are all concepts I think humanly we all know. Yeah. I think it's just Māori have held on to them and brought them into this day and age through what's happened through colonisation and things like that. They've been able to bring that forth and now they're just getting spotlight from yeah. all of our rangatira around the country who are bringing those beautiful stories, rangimata more, you know. So we're seeing all these things and so are the clients and then hopefully the agencies are starting to see that process rather than the end product. Yeah, beautiful. Because, you know, yeah, you can get all tick boxes, kapai, but if the pro- process was stink for the mana whenua who was working on their project, you know, mm. you're not really fo- following tikanga, right? We, mm. s- we start right from day one and we bring them, everybody with us on that journey. So Yeah. yeah. So when it comes down to it, um, there's like tikanga culture values on this side and then there's profit and running a business on this side. Right. Is either one more important to you? Would you drop one for the other? How do you manage that? I mean, as a business, like it's it's hard to talk about yeah. beauty, hard to talk about money. I hate it personally as a creative coming from that background. Um, but as you grow, you gotta kind of understand that it is important. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd say you definitely got to get that balance. So it's looking after those people, but realizing that 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 money coming in does help. That you know, everyone's got to live. It's yeah. the reality that of the world we live in. Um, Have you ever sold out on this for this? No. No, we're we're quite lucky that we can say no yeah, awesome. to work. So if it's not right for us, we'll say no and know that um, we're going to be better because of it. And there's still work coming mm. in the door. But so. we also we don't necessarily say a hard no to whoever's approached us to. We we are there to guide. You know, like I think people need to figure out what the start is yeah. for them and their organisation because. We're working with people across the scale. We're working with Te Matawai, who are full-on tuturu Māori, they're our tuakana, mm. and then right down to, like, uh, you know, um, bigger corporations who are very starting on their journey. Yeah, and yeah. so I think it's figuring out where they are on that journey first before they approach. Yeah. So they can have at least some research or knowledge in that space too. And then if they don't, kapai, go away and learn something, and then come back to us too. Mm. Because we'd much rather kaitiaki that space than have them go to someone who doesn't understand tikanga and then all of a sudden they're starting to put out certain bits of work that you mm. know, get, get pulled up by our whanau yeah. you know, across you know, social spaces. And yeah, definitely. Sort of, yeah. Beautiful. All right, how about for you, Ants? Um, values in your business, you, you mentioned before that you like to focus on not-for-profit, social enterprises, stuff like that. Mm. Where did that come from and how do you uphold that in your business? Yeah, I think um, it's just an extension of our natural selves and then going back to... Your point, you know, you bring your whole self mm. to the workplace. You you should be able to be your authentic, true self in the workplace and as you are at home. And we, I, I found that recently. We just uh, we hired a new 
person and uh, I just sort of asked them, oh, how was your weekend? How are your kids? They said, oh, in my last job, you'd never talk about your family at wow. work. You'd yeah. never bring that. And it's just like, I think in a similar journey, I've come from a big accounting firm background where it's a bit more corporate. It's a little bit more hierarchical. You don't, you know, you just play the game. So I think to be able to take a step back and actually bring your own personal values and set up something yourself that's mm. more expression of your own, um, the things you care about, I think there's so much more the power and and you get to develop your own culture and you get to choose your own clients and choose who you want to work with and support. Mm. And that can be an extension of the passion that you have as well. Yeah, that's beautiful, bro. I love that. Eh? I love that being able to engage with your team, with your staff, just as, just as human beings. Um, I won't, I'm going to digress into HR, but we might we might go into that a little bit later if we get there. Um, I guess so, we just kind of move a little bit more into the money court at all now. Um, I think the first kind of question is, is for you guys, just in your experience and where you are right now, um, does the money and the accounting part, like, does, does that consume much of your time and effort and energy at this stage, or is it more about things like, um, like having peace of mind, having security, looking at where your business is, is moving into the future? What's it, what's it like as far as managing accounting and finances for you now, 10 years into your business? Um, okay, I'll start off. Um, <laughs> yeah, for us, it's it's been a learning journey as we've grown. Um, so, yeah, over those kind of 14 years of being in business, it's... Um, yeah, it's been about learning. Um, now we're lucky enough to have people that kind of handle that for us a bit more, um, but still got to be across it. Um, but yeah, it's, it pays to have people who know more about it than you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's been really good for us, um, and and having that as a guide while yeah, still yeah. keeping a handle on everything. What are the financial things you think about now? Um, I guess more the bigger picture, like have we got enough? in general coming in this month for all the overheads and to pay everyone and things like that rather mm. than the little, you know, the, the detailed part, like all the little jobs and things. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. forecasting yeah. work that's, you know, we're good for another eight months now, you know. It's that sort of thinking and, like, you can think even further than that. I think it's um, – but that, I guess, you know, you're at a certain part in time in your business when you can do that. You don't worry about oh when's the next job coming in, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's um that's really cool, I guess. What's it like for you as an accountant and a business owner in mm. this space? Yeah, well, uh, there's a saying that you know a builder's house is never finished, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you so know, your accounts are no, terrible. No, no, we're, we're actually okay, but we have to be an example to our clients as well, yeah. you know. So if we don't have our own house in order, but I mean, it's just changed over ten years. It used to be. Um, how am I going to bring in enough just to cover my own wage to now I'm covering six people's wages and we've got a few more overheads. Mm. And so it's all it's still about peace of mind, but it's just that the, the what you're worrying about just changes a little bit. Mm. And I think just ensuring you have the right systems and foundations set up from the start means you don't have to worry so much about the little things anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it's just the bigger things, but the bigger and more important and more exciting yeah, like yeah. saying, like looking forward, like where are we going to be in eight months' time? Mm. Like we 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 worked out we we're looking at what we were paying some contractors, and we thought, well, for the next twelve months, based on how much we're going to pay our contractors, we could employ someone. Mm. So then we were able to make that decision to bring another person onto the team. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the exciting stuff. It is a. Eh? What are some of the? Um, I'll come back to you, Laura. What are some of the kind of 
financial decisions that you've made in the past couple of years that have, have I guess, changed either the way you do business or what you do and that are clearly different from the decisions you had to make in the early days? Right. I guess in the last couple of years we've hired um, more senior team members mm. and that's been quite new for us and, and kind of ga- game-changing, to yeah. be honest. Like, um, yeah, I mean, you get what you pay for. It's kind yeah. of true. Um, and, yeah, those ones with the knowledge and you can just kind of rely on them to get stuff done and, and it just all flows really well. Yeah. So what's your process like in making that decision? What's your kind of like, because you've got to make sure it's going to work right, you can't step too far out, you've got to yeah. step a bit out. Mm. Yeah, what's what's your process to make that decision? Um, I guess for our bigger hires, we've known them prior. Mm. You know, they're not coming in fresh, we've known them um, a bit, um, Some sometimes worked with them a bit um, before bringing them on properly full-time, that kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, also like yeah. looking at the money as well. Like, you know, I think we all... You know, this is what this corridor is about, is looking at the money to, to decide and going back to your corridor too. I think it's, um, you know, that's, those are the very privileged positions we are in to be able to do that mm. and bringing on, yeah, senior staff, not to whakaiti our younger staff because they're wonderful and mm. they, bring a, they bring a vibrance and, and energy in the office that's needed. Um, but, you know, with, with that experience, man, it's just, yeah, it is game-changing, eh? Mm. You're just like, damn, okay, now we're kind of looking at this part of the business and who can look after that yeah you know beautiful yeah i'm sitting there a little bit jealous <laughs> oh. <laughs> i want to do that Yo. <laughs> what um from what's your advice ants for people that say they're at in this this position you're looking at man i want to say take this example i want to bring on some staff at a high level obviously that we're gonna have to pay them more mm. what things should they look at financially in order to make a, a solid decision i mean fundamentally you just need to have a really good budget in place just something to say, okay, either this is how much surplus I'm going to have based on the information I know, mm. or this is the target I need to reach. If I want to bring on someone senior, how much is that going to add to my costs? Therefore, how much more am I going to have to bring in each month? Mm. And then that gives you like a real clear target, and it means that and give yourself a few other levers so that yeah. if it's not working out, what else can you cut back on? Mm. So just so that you're not... I guess blindly going into something, going, okay, I'm going to commit X number of K to someone's salary and then find yourself that you've just d- dug a hole for yourself because yeah, yeah. you're committed to that person now. Yeah. If I can just add to that yeah, as well, for, um, for us it was also about what value can they bring to clients too. You know, mm. what are our clients looking for? If we add that into the mix, can we charge more for that or can we, you know, give that value to them? that's more than they're getting currently so yeah and I yeah. guess to add to yours um, I think also within our space you know um, with someone who has that senior um, you know um, seniorness um, <laughs> people will know them in the, that industry too yeah. and so there's a there's a level of provenance that you're now putting behind your your brand whatever that is mm. and so you can use that as an advantage to you know I'm talking about PR mm. we PR people that come into our whare you know, yeah. so we bring a senior person in and we put out a press release and go, oh, such and such move from da 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 to run. <laughs> you know, so like use Away. everything, yeah, use yeah. everything to your advantage because that's a selling tool to to marketing for us, especially marketing managers who may have worked with one of those senior members from mm. the different agencies. So that's our specific to us, but you know, think about it that way too. Yeah. Mm. And I think one before we move on to another topic, I, just something that I'm really interested in is like, do you, how far ahead? Are you thinking in the future of your business? 
at this stage. I, I think I, th- I might just jump in there yeah. first because I feel like Laura and I have really different sort of uh, views on that, mm. which is fine. Um, it's about being able to align those views. Mine more so is, you know, um, I'm really emotional kind of person. So awesome. I, I think I about I think about um, you know what's the legacy that's yeah. left behind. I feel like we're a transition in this space mm. because what we've seen in the last five years is this renaissance of Teo Māori within the commercial com space. How can we be a transition to our rangatahi, our people coming up? And if you look at our business, we are ninety percent Māori Pacifica. Um, and you know what are we leaving behind? Mm. How do we put this vehicle together that we can leave in in that place for when we you know we out of there? Yeah, I'll probably be working till I'm seventy. <laughs> <laughs> she'll keep, she'll eighty maybe. Maybe eighty. <laughs> hey, you know, so um, that's I guess that's one side of the lens f- from how our perspective is thinking of that long term. Yeah, and I'll let Aria, uh, yeah, I I mean, I love those companies that have that 500-year vision. That's mm. amazing. Like, Cornwall is one of them. And, um, yeah, and so from that perspective, always looking around kind of environmental and sustainability aspects of the business. Um, but, yeah, I guess stepping back, because I can't really see that properly, um, it is, yeah, I guess the our, our tamariki, our kids, um, as well as... Um, yeah, I guess kind of five-year planning is quite big for us where we want to be setting, you know, for those goals um, a year and then probably kind of three months yeah. you look at w- yeah, where nice. it's going. Yeah. And a specific um, example to that is how, do, how could we be a vehicle for Indigenous around the world? Yeah. You know, like how do we pull that model together? Uh, and I don't want to say it, but like I feel like it's something that could be put into those spaces to Uffy. And then hopefully they're building theirs too because mm. it's not always the same for other indigenous whanau. That's right. Mm. And like we don't really like, we don't want to think, oh, yeah, we'll just roll up, you know, just put our marae there. We more so like if we're invited, we'll go up in kaitiaki mm. and, and afi in that space. Not kaitiaki, but afi in that space especially. Only like invited. So we have been invited to whenua up in Canada, whenua over in Australia to help afi in that space because maybe the commercial experience isn't quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then until that's built, that could be one of the directions we're thinking of in terms of export. Yeah. Because you know, mm. export's are, you know, obviously a big thing for our country. Aye, aye. So, yeah. That's cool, eh? And I mean, I think for where I'm at at the moment, I'm thinking about where, what the future of Ngahiri looks like. Like, um, I can't see too far ahead, but I do feel like a lot of the things that I want to do are still really stifled by the finances, the resources that we have access to. Um, and so that I think I find is the main thing that I'm thinking about at this stage in my business is like how do I get and it's been like that the whole way through how do I get from where I am to where I want to be and it happens like in stages eh? and I feel like I'm in that another stage again where I want to think how can I intentionally move towards these bigger goals that I have and what does that mean for the mahi that we're doing now do I need to drop some things do I need to change the way that we're doing it um and I think that's where it's good to have people like ants or have an accountant, but people that you can talk to around what are the decisions that you need to make financially to get you to where you want to go. It starts with good goals, but then good planning, right, mm. and moving forward. So what, like, what kind of – you can just give me advice now. This could be a counselling session oh. for Manawa. <laughs> but, like, nah, but how does it play out for you, ants? Because you have to do the same thing in, yeah, in I your think, business. Yeah, I think we're, we're quite privileged in our business model that we um, we're out like on a monthly subscription with most of our clients. Mm. So they kind of almost prepay for the next financial year for mm. their services. So to some degree, for the next two years, 
we've kind of got some certainty in terms of the need. You know, yeah. what's the resourcing we're going to need? What are the services we can offer? And then beyond that, I guess we're thinking about the wants. Mm. So beyond a couple of years, where do we want to go? And then that sort of moves into our, our, our mission and vision. So if we're, we're thinking about, we believe in a world where one day purpose-driven business is business as usual. But what does that actually mean? What are the things we're going to have to put in place to help make some steps towards that, to help yeah. build that sort of that sector in society of more purpose-driven businesses? Yeah, that's so really cool. I kind of think about it, the needs, the wants, and then that future, maybe it's the 500-year vision, you know? Yeah. 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 How do you advise people to, um, to plan financially for the goals that they have? Like, and I'm thinking like just real practical, like start saving or get your accounts in order so you can get a loan or what are the different ways that you can yeah i think people? i think sometimes it's just about getting the real basics right mm. it's not it's not about doing anything special like if you can like saving if you can put some money aside so you can meet your upcoming gst bill or your tax bill that's just one stress because man yeah. so many people get a tax bill and they freak out mm. where am I going to get that money from you know yeah just the super basic things sorted out and thinking about like you know you want to invest in some um, some new equipment for your business I mean we've just gone through a process where we're paying to get some development done mm. to get an app created to try and streamline one of our processes awesome and like that was really cool because we we're able to take a step back and look at what we do and think how can we do this better you work out how much it might cost and it took us a couple of years put some money aside in our budget to get there mm. but we knew that if we if we got there the sort of we're, we're really excited about what what it's going to be able to do for us mm. so it really motivated us as well not to spend that money yeah awesome yeah. all right back to you laura what are the things that keep you up at night oh business wise <laughs> i don't get much sleep in general so <laughs> when i sleep it's just solid sleep yeah um oh oh that's a hard one um just I guess just looking after all our all our staff, mm. um, having enough to cover all that you know you're they're relying on you to live basically. So yeah. that's a big weight that I feel. Um, so it's have we always got enough constantly coming in to make sure that we're they're looked after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How does that impact on your like your well being? Um, I probably need to be better at that <laughs> in general. Um, I was lucky enough, um, though, to go away for three nights away by myself, which was lovely, amazing. I plan to do that every year now. Yeah, nice. Um, just for me and just having some time out um, and alone is how I like to do it. It's best for me. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, awesome. How about you, Ray? How do the stresses of, of business ownership um, um, play well, out for you? Yeah. Well, I guess I've, I'm lucky. I've got Laura. She she does. She's like the engine of our of our team, mm. um, and the business as well. Um, so I, I'm not sure. I'm not saying I'm a shirk, you know, responsibility. I think I'm just not as good as Laura mm. at doing certain things. And so, you know, while I'll try and help and plot away, she's laughing over there. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't worry because he's got me. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I think I think I'll go back to that quarter you were talking about. You know, like staying up at night and worrying about making sure we've got money coming in for our for our staff. Yeah. I don't worry about that because I'm a tutu mm. and I'm a person who will, I will scour LinkedIn. I will make connections that were never there. I'll be the guy who will walk into a, a room and just be like, oh, yo, and mm. have that connection. And like, I'm, I've am i got the soft skills to just roll up and just be old tutu Maui over here mm. and just like, you know, express what we do as an agency and, a, and as a business and our co-papa and then, 
and it, I guess it's kind of worked for us to date, uh, working with some some of the biggest you know companies in the world. So we um, we just sort of base it on you know we Laura has a particular set of skills. You know that mm. you know that uh, that phone call on the on the um, that movie where he says a uh, particular set of skills. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've got a particular set of skills, which are the soft skills, which are those engagement tools. Yeah, yeah. I learnt as a kid at college, and I think it's that tutu thing as well. Yeah. Um, we're soft skills. Soft skills. We're different people, and that's how we we work different. And that's why it's worked for so long. Yeah. Because Laura has that grounding, that you know that that base. Attention to detail. Attention yeah. to detail, <laughs> and I've always acknowledged Laura for all of that mahi. Um, but I come in with the flashbang, hey, yo, let's go to karaoke. And that's the magic that we kind of bring together as well as a duo. Do you ever doubt or think that you might not have enough money to make ends meet in the business? Or well, does that never come across nah, your mind? No, not really, because I've come from yeah. not money. Yeah. I've come, you know, so not money doesn't like scare lo- you. Like a lot of our, our Māori, you know, we don't come from money, so we've had to make do with whatever we can make do with, yeah. whether that's entertaining ourselves. Yeah. Whether that's um, you know um, making sure we're holding on to money to, and, and this goes back to that quarter or about making sure that you have that money. We drop, um, we take a, a percentage of the money that we make, and don't think we're ballers. Like yeah. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, we got paid, we got paid, I'm baller, <laughs> we can do this. But you know, yeah, grounding. a good good piece of advice our accountant gave us a long time ago was put thirty um, percent of any payment into a separate account for your tax. So, mm. so, we so we're totally covered because we were one of those ones yeah. early on that would freak out yeah. when we get that awesome. big tax nice. bill. And, and I and honestly, yeah. man, that has been a massive world of change for yeah. our business because what you do is you go, I look at that one, and go, that's the tax. I don't even think about that. Oh, that's yeah. the tax. Not our money, but Not it's a money. nice nice amount. So it's always yeah, we're always safe covered. <laughs> and, and when you don't come from money, you think like that. Oh, how do I pay? Yeah, like yeah. you know, it's scary. You know, yeah. so when you can have that a little bit of security because you are going, I'm not going to be a baller this week. I'm going to put that thirty percent away. Then you're cup away. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's beautiful. I really like that. That's something. Um, I was speaking to my accountant just this week actually about taxes and stuff like that, yeah. and the way that because the way that we operate, we're not really in a for profit kind of space like I think profit we've got space for it but we're not really trying to push that at the stage yeah. um, and so when we come up with profit and then we have to pay tax on it, it's like no that's not the plan we're yeah. not meant to be yeah. paying tax I, yet yeah. we're not meant to be profiting yet yeah. um, so it's a funny little like and then I, I said to Ants I mean full disclosure I, I'm pretty open with, with what I've learned um, you know like do I need to be doing things differently now do I need to be a little bit more prepared for this and stuff but when we looked at it and broke it down and looked at the way that cash flows through our business, things were, were pretty all good with how we were doing them. But I, I even feel from this quarter, I'm like, okay, nah, nah, I'll get back onto that. Yeah. Because that safety net, that that assurance and planning for moving into a space where, where profit is a part of what we're trying to do um, and being prepared for that. I, I know I've said to a lot of people, a lot of the young creatives that we work with that just try and avoid tax yeah. altogether, yeah. that the sooner that you can make your peace with it, that it's part of it, that it's part of business, the sooner you'll feel confident and you can move in that space and it won't limit you anymore, won't mm. freak you out. It still sucks every time to pay the tax bill. Like, I don't it think sucks. anyone's going to deny no, that. No, 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 no. But it's like anything, right? Once you can pay your bills and you're living life in that way where you're in control, um, your mana feels more enhanced, yeah, you know, as a, as a business owner, you know that you're doing things right. It's like driving a car with no warrant, you're scared of all the cops. Yo. But when you got a warrant, you're sweet as. Pull me over. Um, yeah. Yeah. But and the more tax you're paying, you realise the more the more you're making too, hopefully. Yeah, so yeah. 
Yeah, it goes hand in hand. It does go yeah. hand in hand. And that's a relationship I think a lot of Māori have is that, you know, financial literacy for myself and my whānau was never something, you know, we it wasn't even in the thinking. Yeah. And so Laura always says, oh, something, she'll say something about something. I'll just say, make more money then. It's that easy, eh, Laura? <laughs> just make more money. And it's like, I think because we're now established business and we have some confidence and a lot of, you know, that's where I think you should be heading to is you can be a little bit more fuckahihi about how you, you know, a bit more confident about how you um, approach certain things. So when Laura says, oh, what about this month? And I'm like, eh, make more money. Oh, it's nice for some, eh, Laura? <laughs> yeah. I can see how you guys work, work nicely like, you know, together. Talk, talk it into existence too, yeah. eh? Like, I believe in aye, the, aye. I believe yeah, it. And, yeah. I, and Laura's got me on this jam as the, you know, the, the secret. Talk it into existence because I think that stuff actually works. Mm. I do it every Christmas. Yeah. Laura goes, you're not going to get a park here. And then, sure enough, Uncle Ray Ray pulls up into the park <laughs> right next to <laughs> the So, yeah. I'll come at Christmas shopping with you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so you have um, worked alongside many business owners mm. in your career. What's some, what's some of the, I guess, key things that stand out to you around a mindset that we have towards money and managing the way we think about it and approach it? Yeah, I think, I mean, as a business owner, you do take on, there's a responsibility that comes with running a business, with, with having money, with employing people. It, c- it can really the weight of running a business can actually fall on your mind. Mm. And, I mean, I have some clients that uh, come into my office and we'll get talking and five minutes later they're in tears. Mm. That You know, we're, we're counsellors part-time yeah. as well. Yeah. And they're telling us stuff that they, they don't feel they can even tell their own partners because mm. they're just so they're, – they're, they're carrying so much. But just being able to talk, to be able to unload and – to know that there's actually a pathway forward, I think that, you know, it all comes back to that peace of mind. I mean, if you can't see a way out of a situation, that stress just builds up big time, eh? Yeah. And I, I think we do so well as business owners, we're so worried about everyone else. We're worried about our clients. We want to keep them happy. We're worried about our employees. We want to keep them happy. Our, our partners, our family. But, but we're not that great at looking after ourselves sometimes. Mm. You know, we've all got to find a way to be able to 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 have some self care in there and not yeah. take on the world's problems. Yeah. Definitely, eh? And I think Ant's been a great I was one of those ones that's cried to Ant's a few times, I think. Um, he's been a great support and I have heard him say that many times. I I feel like I'm more of a counsellor than an accountant, because um, it's helping people navigate through Especially for some of us as Māori and Pacifica people, talking about money the way you need to in business can feel so uncomfortable. Um, feels like you're airing your dirty laundry sometimes and you can feel embarrassed. Yeah. Um, but there's actually no need to, right? Building that confidence in that space is something I'm so... I feel so much more confident now that I, that I want to push into new spaces as well. I think one of the mindset um, shifts that I had, because I definitely came from an upbringing where you you kind of just had enough money to get by. Um, but there was never really enough money for much more than that. Mm. Um, wasn't super bad off, but enough enough to have that understanding. And the kind of that whole saying, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, like you have to be careful, blah, 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 blah. And I, I knew that I brought that into business in my early days, where I was always just scared that there was never going to be enough money. I was never gonna, I'm never going to be able to make ends meet. Um, and so when you have that mindset, it's so hard to then flourish. Um, and I think I came to a realisation that we are just, when it comes to money, when it comes to putia, we are just kaitiaki. 
in this moment in time while we're here. Like any resource, money, I guess, is just the resource of this generation. Um, but we're just here to, to guide it through and pass it on to the next people. And I think once I clicked on that, and once I, I guess, released the pressure of there's not going to be enough money, where am I going to find it from? How am I going to make ends meet? How am I going to com- comply? And just allow it to kind of flow. The money flows in, do what we need to do with it, let the money flow out. The more money that's come, the more people that we can employ, the more contractors and creatives that we can get on board with things. And then you, you start to see your dreams become reality. So that's been a real a real helpful tool for me um, moving forward. We haven't got too much more time left. So I think we might just kind of open up the corridor around what other kind of advice, and we'll go around the table, would you give to business owners that are, you know, their, their businesses are growing now, they might have a few staff members, they might have, um, you know, more overheads, maybe a lease or bills to pay, things and more commitments that they've made. What's some advice that you can give give to our, our business owners out there? I'm going to go to Ray first. Kilda, um, I think you have to, like, if you get into business, you've all already got a certain level of confidence because mm. it's hard. Yeah. Um, so I think you kind of just got to go in, go in handy on that. And so I think that's my, <laughs> that's been my approach is just be like super confident. Yeah. Confident in your ability. Um, I know that's, that's easy to say, but we've been in that hard position too. Yeah. We, we started our agency from our, our third floor apartment yeah. in, in the, in, you know, in yeah. the city. We had our kids there. We, had, you know, we pitched for business in our lounge room. Yeah. This is not something that advertising agencies do. <laughs> <laughs> we're up against ones that have their own cafes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yo, we're winning pieces of work off these big pieces. Of, you and, know, we these, and we won that one. And we won that one. Good lounge place. room, mate. Yo, that's from our, well, we painted it. We did it all everywhere. <laughs> paint everywhere. So, I think um, just you know, if you if if you're in a established business, I think it's almost like. Um, almost like going to what Laura does is to reflect on your business, um, have a break because I think you do get stuck in your business and you kind of need to get that confidence back because you obviously had the confidence to get into business, then you got to be an established business and you got to got to get your mojo, get that yeah, fire yeah. back, you know. Because I think that's the good thing about me being in this business. Luckily, I've got a fantastic business partner. Um, I've been able to keep that that fire. That, that you know that tighter that that mm. magic that I've ha- held in me, which helps our business too. So, if you can um, try and find that fire again, yeah, that's, I reckon that's super important, man. You got to love what you do. Yeah. Um, and so I love what we do, and Laura helps me with that, and so I have that fire. What's still. one way you restoke your fire when it's gone out? Mm. Karaoke. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, waiting for that. Just constant. Beautiful. Our singing, eh? Singing is actually yeah. something that helps with your whole world, I've yeah. been learning recently. Hard. Yeah. That's mine. Singing and dancing. Yep. Ants, how about you? Mm. Advice? I think as you're growing, you're bringing on more people, but sometimes you still have that mindset of, I'm a, I'm a one-man band, I'm, I'm doing everything. Like, it's really hard sometimes to trust or to feel like you can trust people to do the job that, y- that you've done or parts of your job and to be able to hand over. Yeah. But the moment you do, you're just like, there's so much, like if you can s- skim off a small part of your role and give it to one of your team members and then you realise, I could have done this ages ago. Yeah. You know? So a big thing is just around trust and looking at what are the things that you're doing that you could get anybody else to do? Yeah. You know, what's your time worth? What could you be what value could you be adding to the business 
and how can you how can you build a team of people around you who are bringing those complementary and amazing skills because then, you know, going back to your example, you're, you're now being able to deliver those to your clients and, as well. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks, Ants. How about you, Laura? Um, yeah, totally support that. And it's, yeah, around growing that team um, that who know more than you, you know, and particularly your accounts team, um, if you're not from that background. Um, yeah, and, and having that team on board with, with your plans too, your growth plans, where you want to be, that five-year, two-year, whatever it is, um, having them on board, you know, most accountants will work to get you paying the lowest GST when that might not be the right thing for you. If you're wanting to grow or sell your business, you might want to maximise that, um, showing profit and things like that. So it's, yeah, about having the the right team on board as well. Yeah. yeah and bringing them in on that. That's yeah, beautiful. That's I'll just go off the back of that. Something that I've been really, really pushing lately is just value alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think instilling value in your team, your values in your team, which we spoke about earlier, and, and ensuring that they understand who you are and how you roll as a business, but then also the partnerships that you take on, potentially even the clients that you take on, depending on how you how you flow. But really, uh, one example is I've just been looking at outsourcing some of our services. Uh, went to some an agency, I won't name and shame here. I went to an agency that was highly regarded um, as a really good space to get the service. Uh, talked to them, had a meeting with them, went through everything that they had to offer and then in reflection I came back because they kind of bombarded me with a whole lot of stuff and I I like to take my time to settle on on things Um, and I just sat there and I was like, no, you know what, I felt like these guys just instilled fear in me so that, or they tried to instill fear in me so that my response would be like, I need you and I was like, no, that's not how I want to roll and that's not how I want I don't want to bring that into our team. So then my response back to them was, thanks so much for your time, because they put a lot of energy into trying to get my business. Um, and I said, and I was like, you know what, I was just going to be honest, this is how I felt, um, and this is why I don't want to go with you guys. And they were really, I think they were really gutted. They were really like, I can't believe that you said that. That's not our intention at all. And I was like, okay, to play, um, or find someone that I can align with. Because that, for me, in the business where I'm at, being able to trust people, being able to build towards the vision I have, we have to have value alignment um, in order for that to be too to do and, yeah. and true. So thank you guys for joining us for this kōrero. We could have gone all day. Um, just one last thing, where can people contact you if they wanted to maybe chat some more or even get your services? Yeah, kia ora. I'll let um, Laura take that one. Kia ora. Yeah, thanks for having us. We're at um, runwithrun.com. Um, or you can find me, Laura Siblich, or Raymond Mackay on LinkedIn, probably as well. Yeah, yeah awesome. You raise all over the LinkedIn, <laughs> yeah. eh? Every day. <laughs> How about you, Ants? Yeah, just fairground.co.nz and Anthony Rohan on LinkedIn. Yeah, perfect. All right, thanks for joining us and Thank enjoy you. the rest of the course. Kia Hey, thanks so much for listening in. Hey, if you're interested in learning more about growing your business, jump on our platform in January 2023 we've got a whole bunch of new content coming out online courses and stuff that just like this quarter or today it can really help you whether you're starting out or you've been in business for 10 years we've got a little bit of something for everyone so tap in tukua.community into your URL and sign up today ka kites.